This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Economics Minister Shen Longjin is appointed Vice Premier. The Mainland Affairs Council announces a project focused on helping Hong Kongers. And human rights groups unveil a draft of a law that would grant refugees protection in Taiwan. But first, today's top story. Economics Minister Shen Longjin has been appointed as the country's vice-premier. The cabinet announced Shen's appointment on Friday. The role of vice-premier became vacant when Chen Ximai resigned from the position to run for mayor of Kaohsiung in a by-election scheduled for August. Shen has been at the economics ministry for 38 years and was appointed minister in August 2017. The cabinet says that Shen has been helping to mitigate the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on the economy since the pandemic started. The cabinet also credited Shen with playing a pivotal role in work to ramp up Taiwan's surgical mask production after the pandemic began. The cabinet says it wants to make use of Shen's experience to help get Taiwan's economy back on track in a post-pandemic world. Deputy Economics Minister Wang Meihua will take up Shen's former post at the head of the Economics Ministry. Taiwan's top China policy-making body, the Mainland Affairs Council, announced Thursday that it is launching a project focused on helping Hong Kongers. The council also announced it is setting up a new office offering services to people from Hong Kong. On Friday, civic groups held a press conference to give their views on these developments. They called on the council to institute clear guidelines for helping Hong Kongers. They also called for neutral members of the public to be allowed to take part in reviewing the cases of Hong Kongers seeking to relocate to Taiwan. The cabinet, which oversees the council, says that all cases of Hong Kongers seeking assistance will be carefully evaluated. The cabinet says that it is concerned about the situation in Hong Kong and that it is continually thinking of ways to offer aid to Hong Kongers who need it. Human rights groups have unveiled a draft of a law that would grant refugees protection in Taiwan. Taiwan has no Refugee Act in place, and attempts to pass one over more than a decade have failed to yield results. The human rights groups unveiled their proposal for a Refugee Act on Friday, one day before World Refugee Day. At a press conference, the groups voiced support for efforts towards helping protect Hong Kongers from persecution. However, they called on the government to treat the protection of those fleeing persecution from other places with importance as well. Speaking during the press conference, the chair of the Taiwan Association for Human Rights, Clarence Zhou, said that nearly 50 refugees from 10 countries have arrived in Taiwan to seek safety over the past few years. However, the lack of a refugee law in Taiwan has forced these people to go into hiding. Zhou said that this leaves these people in difficult situations and may also carry a risk for Taiwan society. Zhou called for the government to take the first step towards getting a refugee law passed. The KMT has proposed four principles for conducting relations with China. The party's reform committee put the principles forward Friday during a meeting about changes to the party's platform. The first principle is upholding the Republic of China's sovereignty. The Republic of China is Taiwan's official name. The KMT says that this first principle includes a rejection of Beijing's one country, two systems formula for unification. 
The party says it urges China to recognize the Republic of China's existence and that it will work to secure the Republic of China's inclusion in international organizations. The second principle is to seek a shared cross-strait respect for human rights. The KMT says that China should not hinder the freedom or infringe the rights of Taiwanese citizens, including those who support Taiwan's independence. The third principle is an assertion that both Taiwan and China are responsible for peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. The KMT says that China should cease military exercises in the area and work with Taiwan to de-escalate tensions. The final principle seeks to establish mutually beneficial and transparent cross-strait trade relations. Taiwan has donated an additional 60,000 masks to the U.S. state of Massachusetts as the U.S. continues to fight off COVID-19. That follows a donation of 100,000 masks to the state that the Taiwanese government made in April. Taiwan's representative office in Boston made the donation on Tuesday. The donation consisted of 10,000 N95 masks and 50,000 surgical masks. The masks were immediately transported to the Massachusetts Emergency Management Agency and distributed to frontline medical workers. Massachusetts is one of several East Coast U.S. states to receive donations of Taiwanese masks since April. Taiwan has also given masks to the eastern states of New Hampshire, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Student environmental groups held a press conference on Friday calling on the cabinet to create an advisory committee on reducing greenhouse gas emissions. The cabinet is required to form such a committee under the Greenhouse Gas Reduction and Management Act. The students propose that a committee is needed to address and receive public concerns about greenhouse gas emissions. Furthermore, they say that a committee would hold the government and corporations accountable for adhering to the standards and policies set out in the greenhouse gas law. Long periods spent indoors during the COVID-19 pandemic have left many anxious to go out and get some vigorous physical activity in. More than 1,000 have signed up for an upcoming military-style obstacle course race in the outlying Mazu Islands. As the COVID-19 pandemic eases up across Taiwan, athletic types are finally able to get out of the house and start pushing themselves to the limit once again. Only seconds after registration opened, 1,300 people had signed up for a military-style obstacle course race, set to take place on an outlying island with deep military roots. The military trail challenge is taking place in Dongying Township on the Mazu Islands, a chain that sits directly next to China and is on Taiwan's first line of defense. The entire island where the event is held will be closed off just for the race. The course is grueling. Contestants must get past the same kinds of obstacles that professional soldiers, like those stationed on nearby islands, must overcome in their training. The views and the sights the island has to offer, though, make overcoming these challenges especially rewarding. Those taking part will get to see a granite stone geopark and the Zhongzhu Tunnel, a former military tunnel now open to the public just once a year. At the end of the race, all contestants will be rewarded with a feast of the local specialties and Dongin Township's special sorghum liquor. Shirley Lin, RTI News. As Taiwan prepares to celebrate the Dragon Boat Festival, its local health departments are on the alert for festive treats that fail to meet food safety standards. The early summer Dragon Boat Festival will be here next week, and that means one thing. Zongzi, or balls of glutinous rice wrapped in leaves with other ingredients and steamed. 
Vendors across Taiwan are gearing up to meet demand for these seasonal goodies. But consumers should choose their zongzi carefully. Testing by the Taichung Health Department has found that frozen zongzi on sale at a local supermarket contained a concentration of E. coli 110 times above the limit set by food safety standards. Fortunately, this product was the only one among the 61 supermarket zongzi the department tested to fail inspection. It was quickly removed from shelves. Germs aren't the only risk. In neighboring Zhanghua County, the local health department forced the recall of some powdered peanut, a topping often eaten with zongzi. That's after inspectors found that the product contained eight times the acceptable amount of aflatoxin, a carcinogen produced by some kinds of mold. Fortunately, Taiwan's health departments are being vigilant, but consumers should stick to trusted makers of zongzi, or, as many do, simply make their own. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.